Hi guys, welcome to the Stabbing Cabin. Stabbing Cabin. Thank you, Michael. Alright guys, this is Michaela. I'm here with my besties. Jesse. Michael. Elena. I'm right. so happy we're besties. Yeah, I've never Always. been told that from you this before. Is the first. You've never I've called told us you besties. Guys, not before. besties, but best friends, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely best well, friends. Well, definitely, but I don't know. Bestie seems more endearing. I yeah. thought I should come really nice this time because the last podcast I sound like half sleeping, just mean. <laughs> so. Michaela had RBV, resting bitch voice. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I don't drink. Remember personality, Oh, Elena. RBP. We were talking about RBP the other day, how some people have resting bitch personalities. That might be me. <laughs> but, anyways. And I and the fifth. And the journey's out on that one. So, Jesse, you got the question for today? I do. First of all, I just want to apologize for last week because we all got drunk drunk but that was what we told it was we a little do. it was a little messy but we it did tell you to we did it. say we're gonna we did warn them so. right so, yeah. right yeah we told um, them that was gonna happen i feel like we should start putting disclaimers at the beginning too like disclaimer this stuff may have a little bit of violence and bad bad if words. you're listening to a murder podcast it you should don't be know that <laughs> and they're, and they're already marked <laughs> <laughs> when i post them i make sure they're marked as explicit okay viewer discretion is advised um don't well, the question this, this week <laughs> is this revolving around our theme, which I don't think we talked about yet. Oh, mass murder. Yeah, mass, mass murder. Oh, the menu yeah, we today. didn't give, like, a hint for this one. So that's because we were drunk. <laughs> Fair. I don't even know how we closed last week's episode. I it was, was gone. A bunch of really, it was a bunch of really sad lies, and then just, like, it's like... Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I, yeah. when I, I listened listen back, I was like, what were we doing? <laughs> wow. Hey, yeah. Oh, we found out I say wall a lot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so since our theming yeah. is mass killings this mm-hmm. week, um, I just wanted to know what y'all's first like mass murder massacre thing that you heard on the news was. On the news? That we heard on the news. Or that, that you heard, heard about. about. Okay. I was going to say, you know who I was going to say, mine is definitely Columbine. Columbine? That was definitely the first one I heard. Mm. Not heard, like heard about, not heard on the Oh, news. I was like, heard about. You have the weirdest timelines. <laughs> <laughs> heard about. Okay, thank you for clarifying that. Yes. I was like, your timelines are so freaking weird. Yeah, yeah heard We're about. talking mass murder. Yeah. yeah. Like the first one murder. you remember hearing about. The first one I remember hearing about, I would have to say Christopher Columbus <laughs> coming on over. Oh, my God. That's, you heard that when you were a kid? Oh, my God. Yeah. You did. She is, she is Native American, yeah, so... Yeah, that's true. true. I bet they did talk about it a lot. <laughs> what about you, Elena? Um, 9-11. I remember being in preschool, watching it pop on the news. Oh, I forgot about that. Not yeah. I was in fourth grade. I, I was in first grade. That's, right. there's, that's third not possible. Grade. You weren't in, in fourth grade. I was in third grade. grade. third grade. You're right, third grade. <laughs> I was like, there's no freaking way you're in fourth grade, grade for that. Right. I was in preschool. I was in first. I remember... I didn't really know what was going on, but I remember everybody looking really, like, worried and sad. And then I remember I lived in an apartment complex with my mom at that point. And I remember going out after dark, and my mom had a candle, and she lit it, and we sat on the steps with a lit candle. And when I looked down the complex, everyone was sitting on their steps holding a candle. And I was like... Mom, why are we just sitting out here holding a candle? And why is everyone doing it? It's kind of weird. Yeah. And she like she didn't tell me yeah. at the time what was going on, but she was like, sometimes I remember her saying something along the lines of like, sometimes when like bad things happen, we show our support by 
like doing this type of stuff or something along those lines. And then it wasn't until I got older that I rem- that I realized why we really yeah. did that. <laughs> yeah, I remember I was in third grade in Mrs. Brandt's class. I remember it. And, like, she, like, interrupted her lesson. Like, she was in the middle of, like, teaching. And then she, like, interrupted and went out to the hallway. And I think, like, all the other teachers convened and, like, told her, like, talked about what happened. Mm -hmm. And then she came back in and you could just visibly see she was distraught. Like, it was, like, in third grade, obviously, I have no idea what's going on yet. But she was definitely distraught. You could tell, like... She, I don't think she ever finished her lesson. Like she just did. They force like um, I know like at my school whenever like the teachers ran in told the other teachers what's going on and people started getting picked up early. Did they turn on the news for y'all? Cause they like wheeled in they the turned TV. The news for us, they yeah. didn't turn on the news for us. They closed school early, um, and we had like the rest of the week off. I it feel happened like on we a went. Tuesday. I feel like mm. a lot. I feel like yeah. I feel like everybody got picked up early. We like, did. I feel like I remember like my grandma coming and picking me up or something. Yeah, like my mom flew there. Yeah, like we were having too. classes and then they put us in the hallway. Mm. So like, you know, it was like almost like a tornado drill of the sort. I just remember all the kids saying like, oh, the schools are, they're threatening the schools too. But like, you gotta think like, who's gonna threaten the No, that's not, school? that wasn't really well, true. I think everybody right. was just scared. The music teacher at my school, not gonna say names because I have a problem with that. But um, she was running around the hallway, and she was screaming, I'm not going to let a plane hit the school. Don't worry, kids. And I was like, in I first grade just looking at her like, you will not <laughs> the airplane. You shall not pass. Let me just catch this plane real quick. Like, <laughs> what? But yeah, I think the reason she said <clears> that was um, our school was four stories. Not like very many elementary schools are like multi-stories. Yeah, mm. that's a little odd. That is weird. So, um... I feel like maybe they were more concerned about it because, like, the hijacked plane was in the news. Like, you know how there was one that was hijacked where they didn't know where it was? They're not aiming for some school in Springfield, Ohio. It was Gallipolis, Ohio. Okay, I'm sorry. First of all, we all know, we all are well aware (coughs) of the true events of that day. Yes. They are not looking for little schools. Yeah. They had an agenda, and that agenda was taken care of. At the time, though. Everyone knows that. At the time, yeah, and at the time, a lot of stuff came after that Mm -hmm. that was uncalled for. Yeah. Such as children being bullied for no reason. Yeah. And people who were not even Muslims. Yep. I agree with that. Being threatened because they're wearing head things. You know what I'm saying? Like Punjabis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that's a whole other story. That's a whole different podcast. Yeah. Um, the first one I actually remember, it happened when I was a month old, but I remember hearing about it like a couple years later because my mom's boyfriend's sister lived in Oklahoma, was the Oklahoma City bombings. I don't know if y'all know anything about that. Like there's like a huge U-Haul truck that was put outside this office complex. There was a bomb inside. It went off and then like the entire building collapsed. Do y'all know what the first bombing on U.S. soil was? (laughs) Tell us. Huh? You're about to tell us. Yeah, you're about to tell us. I'm going to tell you later. Oh my. Uh Oh my god. I hate you. Okay. I just can't get over the fact that when I was in preschool, you guys were in the third grade. I was in first grade. I know grade. you were a baby. I feel you like were we're not that far apart in age, though. That's weird. Mm. Actually, wait, how old are you right now? Don't, don't no, ask don't ask that. Yeah. Well, well they can do math. We'll that. talk about it later. I think <laughs> you're the age that I they was when we met. <laughs> They can do math. I know, I understand. They can do math. But they don't know how old I was in preschool. Preschool can be anywhere from three years old all the way up to, like, six. I mean, they could find a nice little... They have a three-year gap that they could play with. I mean, okay, but they won't know exactly. That's true. I think the less information I put out there, the better. I'm with you. That's why we stopped. But anyways, I'm pretty sure (laughs) the age you are now is the age I was when we met. 
These might be right, actually. Yeah, we'll talk. Wait, about wait, that. wait. No, what age? No. Yeah. Never mind. You're older than what. I was straight about the bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> Even that meme where it's like the numbers around a lady's head. That's yeah. like. It's just weird. I also, I also, my birthday falls weird though, so. Yeah, that does. That kind of like played around with, with it. the whole I grade was thing. Like, I was like the We're oldest kid in my grade. Like, I was driving Isn't way before anyone else. Isn't your birthday in a certain was. month? Yes. yes. Okay. So then like I was the oldest kid in my grade the whole time. Like I drove before everybody else drove. I was the Stuff opposite. Like that. My, so, no, mine was the same as hers. I was the opposite. I was always the It kinda sucked because I was always like everybody else is like a child. Yeah, my birthday's not even as far as yours, but I was still older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was the opposite. I was always the youngest in my I'm class. a Pisces, mm. so y'all can do the math and determine I kinda was where yeah. it's supposed to be in my class. Oh, well. Well, there you go. Drop a pin, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you remember that from last week? I don't remember anything um, from last week. You kept telling him, like, it's literally down the street from us right now, less than a half a mile. Like You this. were, like, giving away our exact location. <laughs> yeah, we have to beep out some of that, too. That reminds me. Yeah. We're going to have to... Can you put your phone on silent? I'm not trying to hear the ESPN thing. Yeah, it's NBA free agency, so it's probably... That's Michael's phone, by the way, because Jesse's phone would never be going off with it. It's probably going to go off a lot. Neither would Elena's. Who's first That's not true. Yours would go off with a So first this week, I went first last week. I believe Elena's first? Okay. Touche. Sure. I think you're last this week. I'm last this week? Yeah. You remember the code? Ah, we're about to find out. And I know oh, all four of us know about mine, so I might need Stop help with details. peeking over my shoulder at your own phone, Michael. Well, I know. How dare I? <laughs> How dare you try to look at your phone, Michael? <laughs> what is your problem, dude? Blah, blah, blah. Okay. All right. So I'm basically just reading off this Daily News article, just so everybody knows. Because they have everything. Like, I didn't feel like rewriting these notes, because they had everything, like, pinpointed out. Perfectly. Way better than I was ever going to do it. So. I feel it. I'm just going to read it off of here. But. Just another Canada one. Which I. Apparently. I keep finding the Canadian ones. I like Like I've done a lot of Canadian. Wait. Canadians have mass murders? I love hearing about them. Come on now. Canadians are so nice. I mean. I'm proving it. I'm proving that stereotype You've been to Canada? No. Actually. I've never been to Canada. No. Stereotypical. No. I'm going to stop you there. I wouldn't say nice, they're very honest people. I'd say lightness, because I've never been to Canada. Mean. They're just regular people, you have they're me. They're just people. Sweet people. I know that. I didn't say that. Okay. Um, let's see, we're November 1st, 1955, 6.52 <coughs> p.m. Wow, that's This is very specific. exact. Um, Wait, what year was this? 1955. Sound like Jesse. Okay. My favorite decade. <laughs> what, 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 what year is this? Is that the same as yours? No. What okay. city is this? Just kidding. 1921. Oh, no. Close. Yeah. Mine was 2017. We did it. We did it. We got a good span. 16. We did. We did. We got a good span this time. I like it. So, 652 p.m. 44 people will board the United Airlines Flight 629 from um, Denver to Portland. And by
which is kind of sad. I actually think I, I wouldn't want to crash in a beet field. From seconds from I disaster. Yeah. Well, yes. But uh, maybe a, a private island where I survive. Where you like, survive. There's like alcohol and uh, lots and of And there's there. like a nice soccer team on board. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need there to be alcohol there, team. Elena. I had huh? enough I had to pick a baseball team. Yes. Yeah, I can a see that. A softball team that I picked. Either baseball, soccer, or level one. So initially, they start like rounding up witnesses. <coughs> um, and some people, there's like some discrepancies. Some people say they saw the plane blow up in the air and then crash. But other people swore that it didn't blow up until it hit the ground. Um, it was only flying at 11,000 feet at the time. Really? It just got started. It just got started. Yeah, literally just got started. Um, so, a month earlier, 66 people had died in another plane crash. And uh, within the last 10 years on that same route, another plane had crashed as well. So, it's like immediately it's a declared... Suspicious. Well, initially, the, this is 1955, so planes weren't as good as top notch yet. Let's mm-hmm. they were they were just getting, they were just getting started with like hardcore commercials flying. So immediately they they come out and say that it was probably an accident, and they're not considering sabotage. Um, but when they start like collecting the debris and trying to identify the bodies and trying to reassemble the airplane in like a big warehouse. Um, which I would not want that job. Um, they start to, um, realize some, like, odd things. Um, the tail section had come off, like, neatly, like, it had been cut by a knife, mm-hmm. which is, like, weird if it would have just smashed into the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the cargo had been torn apart. And fragments of it smelled like gunpowder. So. Like an explosion. Yeah. They're already, now they're suspicious. Um, so somehow this is amazing to me. They piece the whole plane back together and all the luggage. And they're able to notice that one piece of luggage has the most damage. Wait, they pieced the luggage together too? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. They pieced the luggage together and found the one piece of luggage that was damaged more than all the others. So 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 it was a bomb. In the luggage. Yeah. So then they track the luggage back to the owner, and they <coughs> see that it belonged to Daisy King, who was a 53-year-old businesswoman who was on her way to Alaska to visit her daughter. So now they're like, oh, did this 53-year-old businesswoman blow up a plane with herself on it? While going to visit her daughter. Which is weird. <laughs> it's very weird. So they start looking into her life. Um... And they found that she had a 23-year-old son, Jack Graham. He had um, been in a lot of legal trouble in his life. Let's see here. He had been caught for forgery, illegal gun possession, hauling liquor into dry states during the Prohibition, Prohibition. obviously. Yeah. Um, and But it seemed like he had finally like pulled his life together. Daisy got him a job um, at one of her businesses. He was doing really well. But then, in, 19, in September of 1955, so just like a month earlier, the, there was a gas explosion at the building he was working in. Police suspected it was arson, but they couldn't prove it. But the son collected a $1,200 insurance claim from the explosion. Mm. Mm. So, 
he apparently likes explosions. And his mom must have insurance as well. Well, later he drives his car onto a railroad track and then jumps out right before the train hits it and tries to collect insurance on that. What? Which is extreme, I think. That's very extreme. Um, so then it comes out that he had bought, as she was getting on the plane, he had bought a $37,000 airline insurance policy on his mother, which, because planes at that time were so, like, unreliable that they sold insurance in the airport for you to buy before you got on the plane in case you died. Yes. That's insane to me. <laughs> Would you like to purchase some life insurance today? They we never know what's going kiosks. to happen. I'm not getting on the plane. I'm not. Um, <laughs> so I'll he walk. had <laughs> he had bought that on his mother, um, and he had also inherited one hundred and fifty thousand dollars of her estate. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I think we found our. I think we found the bomber. Yeah. So w- were the other ones tied into it at all? The other explosions that, I mean, the other plane crashes no, that happened? No, no, those were just, like, Those were just coincidental? Gotcha. Yeah, mm. that's why they initially, like, didn't think it was, like, intentional, because they're like, well, lots of planes have crashed I on the you. same route. Mm. Um, I'd definitely stop flying that route, though. But <laughs> they start looking into the sun, they find all of this stuff. Neighbors said that um, him and his mom fought a lot. Um, let me give you some background about him and why he hated his mom. Because it is a little crazy. He was born, he was, his mom had a first kid, a daughter. Mm-hmm. Then she had him born, like, right in the middle of the Great Depression, January 23rd, 1932. Um, after he was born, his dad dies of pneumonia, which had been her second husband. She divorced her first husband. So him and his sister don't have the same dad. Okay. She remarries, okay. has him. He dies of pneumonia. When he's just a child. So, Daisy doesn't have any money and no one to support her. So, she drops her son off in the orphanage. She remarries in 1941, so just a few years later. But, she leaves her son in the orphanage until 1954. When her third husband dies. And she inherits all this money. Oh my god. So, she like got remarried, had another kid. They were living the good life. And she was like, you just stay over there in that orphanage, though. At one point, I read somewhere that at one point she brought him home for Christmas, like, bought him presents, let him stay for, like, a week, and then took him back to the orphanage. What? So, what? I'm not saying it's unreasonable that he hated his mom. Okay, I can definitely understand why. But, I, I wouldn't kill, kill not enough people, to blow though. her up. But, like, not you enough, just I mean, a whole plane if you're going to kill yeah, your mom, no. kill your mom. Don't blow up a whole plane of people. Hello, let's just not kill our mothers. <laughs> I mean, Norman nah, that's where I was going, well, but... Help. I guess mental health was not a thing back in these well, days. You know it was not. You know that. Yeah. So, they find... They go search his house. They find copper wire, the same kind used in the detonator, um, and the insurance policies. Um, they question him, and after a couple days, he says, Okay, where do you want to... Where do you want me to start? And then he describes in detail planting the bomb... Um, he constructed it of 25 sticks of dynamite, a 6-volt battery, two electric primer caps, and set it to detonate in 90 minutes, and he started it before his mom, like, when he packed his mom's luggage, I guess. So, he was apparently very smart to be able to make this bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It's also funny to me that in the 50s you could just put a giant bomb with 25 sticks of dynamite in a suitcase and, and no just take it, it on a plane. Security and no was way different back then. Security was, there was no security back then. Right. Um, so the maximum federal penalty at the time for sabotaging an aircraft was 10 years. Oh. So instead of trying him for the bombing of the aircraft, they turned the case over to the state and they just try him for the death of his mother instead. Um, and he gets sentenced to death in the gas chamber. Um, he didn't testify at his trial, and it was the first trial that television cameras were allowed in the courtroom to film, which is kind of interesting. Mm. Um, it only took 72 minutes for the jury to find him guilty. They're like, he did this. <laughs> They're like, okay, <laughs> there's no doubt. He did this. And then on January 11th, 1957, <clears throat> he goes to the gas chamber, and his final words were, Everyone pays their way and takes their chances. That's just the way it goes. It's like, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> and then he dies. <laughs> I was like, what does that mean? What kind of last words is that? I mean, I get what he was saying, but you know, he needed help. He, he yeah, clearly had like... some issues. Here's a picture of him. I think he looks messed up. Like... I mean, they caught him at a bad time, too. Yeah, Whoever took that picture was dirty. I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, like he was, yeah, he was eating. He's literally he was in the eating. middle of a bite, and he's like... What, bro? Shocked by the camera flash. It looked like they said something to him. Like, what? Yeah. Like, me. Whoever took that picture did him a little dirty. Did yeah, it's like, he was like, what? And then that's when they took Did the him all kinds of dirty. But... They just I have pictures like me like crazy. that. It's one of the first um, plane sabotages. Wow. Wow. Mm. And then, wow. Thank you. I guess we were sticking with the, like a plane theme here until we're going to cut it off with Jesse's. <laughs> oh, okay. I've noticed y'all tend to stick to a theme and then I always jump in. I mean, we never it. talk to each other about it. I know. Mm-hmm. We just we always just We're just like always connecting. It's weird. No, yeah. we just don't ever talk. But ever. see, you and I, never mm-hmm. mind. I mean, ours is similar in some way. I mean, not really. I mean... It's the struggle. We got the struggle pieces. <laughs> yeah, we got the struggle. I was like, so you looked in such deep thought. You like looked to the side and you're like, I was trying to is way. it similar? Yeah, I was trying to find a way to say it like in a way that makes sense. Yeah, mine. Whose Purell is this? Mine. Can I Would you like for it? to use some Purell? I use some earlier. Can I have some of that? All right. Sanitizer break. Sanitizer <laughs> break. I'm surprised you guys didn't see me. I had to stand up to put my group is a happy group. Amen. I just stand up to put my iPad on the charger because it's at 3%, and I was like, it's not going to last for mine. It's just going to die in the middle of me reading my details. That is fair. I hate you. I saw that. When I listen back to this, I'm going to be like, ugh. What happened? (laughs) She, like, hardcore rubbed her hand sanitizer right over my phone. Today. Stop That's it. Not We're ASMR. not doing that. that we is... always take an ASMR break. The last, like, we do. five episodes we've taken a break. When did y'all do it last chill on it? <laughs> it was her. You don't oh, like, my God. You, you don't, don't like remember it? her ASMR? I don't <laughs> You <laughs> can barely <laughs> hear Elena, though, because she was blown on the mic, but you couldn't hear you it because this thing. No, all you heard was the chip. Yeah. All I heard was the chip. the chip. You have to take this off. And then, like... Stop it. Put that back nice where it came from or so help me. Further right. Yeah. my good crunch, and then you could hear me asking you if you were sleeping. Yep. Further record. Actually, I am. <laughs> Further record, I, and this oh is God. probably the one podcast I'm not going to go back and listen to because drunk me. Mm-mm. <laughs> There's only one person that gets more annoyed than y'all with drunk Jesse. It's sober Jesse. He probably shouldn't, Jesse. honestly. 
tell you, you were on a whole nother level. A whole nother level. I promise you, you don't want to listen to it. Guys, Jesse was gone, gone. How much did I drink? A lot. A lot. According to you, you drank two bottles of Malibu, and then, like, the whole four-pack that you brought, and then you drank some of the Di Serrano that we brought. So, yeah, you was gone. Are you ready? I'm ready. Michaela looks hyped about this one. She said she's I mean, gonna get passionate about this one. Somebody did get me hyped up in the car. So okay, well, my bad. <laughs> Why would you do that? What? It wasn't. He Why didn't know what I was doing. Why are you doing? You just took. Now Michael's I don't know drink. which drink is which. I mean, I can tell. Oh, which I thought one I moved my drink out here, and I was like, "Why did I do that?" Oh, so then I moved it back. Now we don't know whose drink is which. No, Elena's is the one that's further back. Yeah. Oh my All god. All right. Speaking of, okay, we don't need to know about drinks. I do. I mean, yours is clearly the one in front. I mean, I, I get that. But All right. It's more fun if I just annoy you. Oh so, <laughs> all right. So after mm-hmm. the mass massacre of slavery, oh. we have another massacre. We're going to talk about it's a little smaller than that last massacre, but yeah. Anyways, so after slavery ended and Jim Crow laws were in play, does mm. anybody know what Jim Crow laws yes. are? Why would you look at me? I'm looking at everybody. I yes. graduated high school. Okay. Did you? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, my notes are all over the place, so y'all gonna have me rambling because I just wrote down. Right, should I just, like start playing organ music in the back for you? Because I feel like that's where this is heading. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> I feel like that's where this is heading. <laughs> so, anyways, after slavery ended, some slaves were given money, mm-hmm. and some slaves were not. The ones who were giving money or actually worked to collect money, then the Oregon area, I mean, I mean Oklahoma, not Oregon, I'm sorry. Close. <laughs> close. Oklahoma. Very close. <laughs> they were like, you know what, we're going to buy some land and we're going to just go ahead and start building our own community because that's what we're going to do. So they go and they start building their own community. And this is in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And they're building their community, and they have separate communities. This is uh, one of the first states that became separate but equal. Mm-hmm. So they had the white part of town, and they had the black, black part, part of town. Of town. Yep. This was known as Black Wall Street because their businesses was booming. Mm. Booming, booming. Um, it was one of the most profitable communities of his time and it was all black people so y'all know some people was not happy nope they were like we gotta now shut that, that said, down real quick now that you like started talking about it I have heard about this they were yeah. like they're happy shut it down yeah. can't have that we're not gonna do that that's what they said we're not gonna do Wait, so <laughs> did you have an accent with that too did I catch that <laughs> she did <laughs> she had her really southern nice. accent out. we're like not gonna a- do that <laughs> I I was speaking regular. Oh my god. (laughs) Anyways, so this is known as 1921, the Red Summer. KKK. Mm. I don't like that. Boom. But they didn't do anything at first. Mm -hmm. Boom. So they waited for an opportunity, you know, to do what they had to do. So one day there was this guy named Dick Rowland. He was a black kid that shoe shined in the white part of town. Mm hmm. Um, so I guess he went downstairs to use the restroom in the Drexel building, 
and he got on the elevator with a woman named Sarah Payne. Sarah Payne? She sounds Payne. white. She's a oh, page, my bad, not Payne. She's white. Okay. So they're on the elevator alone together. Now when she gets off the elevator, she claims that he assaulted her. Mm. I have heard of this. Yeah, me so too. he gets taken and arrested. Um, the newspapers got a hold of the story and they put in the newspaper not assaulted because no one knows what happened on that except for the woman mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the man, of course. Mm-hmm. But they said <coughs> that she was raped. Bla- blaming him. In an elevator ride? Yeah, and really? she was raped, girl. He yeah. moved quick. Real quick. Basically, we got to show these N-words that Mm-hmm. Just because they're making money out here doesn't mean don't mean they could touch our women. Yep, we gotta protect our own. So these dudes get an angry mob with guns and go down to the. Because that is clearly the next reasonable step. In 1921, in when this it community, comes to black people. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> yep. they come down with guns, and the black people they hear about what's going on, and they're like, "No, we about to go to the jailhouse and help." the police protect Mr. Rowland. Regardless of what happened, he deserved a good trial. Right. So they go down to protect him, and they have their guns. And it's like five or ten of them. And it's a whole bunch of white men. The white men see them with guns. They're like, oh, so you want to come over here with some guns? Mm -mm, Like, but wait, isn't that what y'all are doing, though? Right. Right. So it gets heated. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens to anybody that day. Well, that, at that time. Sorry, something happened that day, but not that time. So what happens is that um, they tell the men to go home. The police do. And the men go back home. But the police go and collect a lot of black men. Just random black men. Like arrest or just get? Uh, take them and put them in jail. Basically to hold them because they think that there's a riot about to happen. Which they were right, but the thing is that if you put all the black men in jail, who's protecting the women and the families? Right. Right. At this time period. You're right. So, they put all the, most of the men in jail, and what happens is that, I think they were working with the mob, because right after they lock up these men, that's when the mobs go through the black side of town, um, looting, Uh destroying the businesses. Because all the men are gone. So no one can protect them. Dragging people out of their homes, hanging them. Um, basically burning down everyone's houses. Mm-mm. 300 people died in a three-day period because it lasted three days. Um, 1,000 people were left homeless. Also, let's see, I have some accounts from some people. I'm not going to read all of it. It was, like, people who survived it. Um, They said that there were planes. Because after 17 hours, the National Guard got caught. I would hope. But the National Guard were not about to help a bunch of black people. people. So they thought it would be a good idea to, you know, let's bomb this area. To calm these people down. That makes sense. It makes no sense. So it was the first bombing on U.S. soil. Boom. Um, oh, yeah, you're right. This, yep. Girls were, this girl, she survived it on her account. She was like, she just woke up because she heard her was just screaming. 
and went outside and everyone was running down the train track because she lived near the train track and she said that there were bullets coming from above so she hid in her chicken coop and her mom snatched her out the chicken coop and they ran up the uh where everybody was running north up the train tracks mm-hmm. until they got to a safe place but she was like when she went back it was like unrecognizable like their homes were gone mm-hmm. yeah. there's like another story where like a woman she was at home and the people came in her house and they saw that she had a piano. She said her family was real wealthy. They destroyed her piano. Um, destroyed a lot of her stuff in her house that was like a value. Mm-hmm. And then burned down her house in front of her when she was a kid. I mean, that could have went a lot worse. But, but still. But still, it's still okay. it's not, yeah. And they were going and what they were doing is they were having picnics. Which you pick a person oh, well, uh, yeah okay. always no, that's it. going you hang them and you just sit out there like they were having a good time and that's why I said it's a mass murder because it was deliberate that was definitely deliberate mm-hmm. it was deliberate they chose the opportunity and they took out their frustrations mm-hmm. which they should never have these frustrations on a community mm-hmm. for something somebody may have or may have not done the girl never mm, testified against this Let's man. not even say may have, because if you can rape somebody in a 10-second elevator ride, we need to talk. It wasn't rape, bro. Like, mm. that's that's craziness. I think maybe he tried to come on to her. And she, and she just, like, like, freaked. Well, she was probably racist, too, so... Yeah, and it turned into something else, because she never testified against him. I feel like that maybe once all this went down, maybe she was like, oh, crap, look what I started. Didn't mean to do all that. Yeah, the boy lived. Mm-hmm. He left town, but nothing happened to him because he probably didn't do anything. I bet a lot of the men who were locked up in the jail wish they had enough, though. It was a hot mess. Because their families were out there getting murdered. Yeah. It while was... they couldn't do anything. And there's like a one... I only found one documentary, which just was like... Um, these people are like super old now. Mm-hmm. But they're yeah. still alive. This was like a... Yeah, because this was the 20s, so... Yeah. That's Great Depression. That was 90 years ago. Yeah, and this documentary, I think they did it like 10 years ago. You said 1922? 1921. Oh, 1921? That's 98 years ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So in this documentary, these people were like super old, but they were kids and they remember what happened. Mm -hmm. So it was nice to watch, but I'm pretty sure they're not living anymore. All right, but, um, I, it's kind of hard to try to do a documentary about that one. Yeah. Right, because there's so much. I'm more than sure since the National Guard was involved, everything is not. Oh, as it appears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The government's hiding something, for sure. I mean, not hiding. You can't hide them too much because there was so many people there. You would have to kill those yeah, one thousand people who were left homeless. That's true. You're right. So. But yeah. I still have much to say about that one. Yeah. It's just depressing <laughs> as heck. I wanted to do that one because not a lot of people know about Tulsa, Oklahoma, which mm-hmm. since it was the first bombing on U.S. soil and such, what happened in that scenario and the government was involved, I think everyone in the U.S. should know about it. Yeah. Right. It's an important part of history. I just agree. like everything else, we shouldn't hide mm-hmm. from our history. I agree. I'll tell you right now, it definitely wasn't in the textbook. No, no. it wasn't going to be in the textbook. Come on now. Don't put a lot of things in textbooks. Don't you put... I know. Christopher Columbus ain't even in the textbooks. Yeah, yeah. Just that he discovered America. Come on now. 
quotations. I just discovered. made air quotes with my fingers since you guys can't see me. Have you ever seen that uh, meme where it's like Christopher Columbus painting and it's oh, like, yeah. that's a nice country. Be ashamed of someone. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I saw that. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm dying. My turn? Yeah. 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 I was going to say bring us back up, Jesse, but it's no. all downhill. I know his way too. I know his too. It's all about to just. I need to stop doing such mainstream things. You always do pick like the popular ones, but hey, (laughs) somebody's got to do it though. There you go. I guess. Um, So I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this podcast, y'all probably remember the Pulse nightclub shootings. I Uh, would hope. June twelfth, two thousand sixteen. So a little over three years now. It's the last day of Pride, and I wanted to talk about this all month, but I couldn't figure out, like, the right category. It's so. not the last day of Pride. Pride We're is recording this on the last day of Pride. Pride sure. is forever. Yeah, Pride is forever. I was telling her that on the way in. Oh, God. We were talking about how Black History Month and Pride right. isn't just one month a year. We, we did talk on about that. this on the way in. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I was so happy. We, we did talk about this. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to rehash the timeline, aftermath, and then sort of... Share my little personal anecdotes. If y'all have any fun stories. Well, not fun, but, like, stories relating to this. If y'all have to talk about them, too. But, yeah. I'm going to keep my mouth closed. You're going to keep your mouth closed? Because they had, like, this whole thing, like, online dealing with this shooting. And it was just really weird. And it was, like, a conspiracy theory. But I'm not going to do that because these people are victims and... Why post-mortem, you can tell me because I'm interested. Okay. But we'll keep Definitely. it off the recording. I'm lightweight. Yeah, I want to respect the victims. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm down for that. I'm intrigued, too. Um, so. so, at the time, this was the deadliest mass shooting in U.S. history. Um, a gunman, gunman killed 49 people and wounded 53 in the early morning hours of June 12th at Pulse Nightclub in Orlando. And then referring back to an older thing that I was talking about, this was the day after Christina Grimmie was shot in Orlando. Mm-hmm. So... Um, so basically, Sunday at 1.58 a.m., some 320 people were enjoying Latin Flavor Night at the gay club um, Pulse in the heart of Orlando. And I remember being really scared the next day because one of my friends actually was working at Walt Disney World in Orlando, and she would always go out to the clubs and stuff. You know my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember the next day I was freaking out because I thought maybe she had been involved in this, but she wasn't thinking Not involved like a victim. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she actually had co-workers that were supposed to go to Pulse that night, though, so they just ended up getting, like, a flat tire or something and didn't end up going. Wow, that's... That's super convenient. Um, that's awesome. But at one fifty eight, like I said, all 320 people were enjoying this Latin flavor night, and Patient Carter, Patience Carter, who was one of the club goers that night, heard some gunshots in the center section of the club, and her and her friends agreed to contact Uber for a ride home, and then they run into the bathroom. Um, at 2.02, an officer working extra duty in uniform at the club hears gunshots and engages with the shooter, and then the officer feels like he is outgunned. He retreats from the club and calls for assistance. Two SWAT officers in a nearby patrol car are among units that respond in battle, gun battle ensues. Um, and then officers were running in trying to pull survivors out and everything and, like, you know, try to get everyone out, because clearly if there's a shooter inside, we don't want anyone near those people. Uh Um... And then he ended up barricading himself <coughs> and club goers in a bathroom. Um, 100 officers from the Orange County Sheriff's Office and Orlando Police Department respond to the chaotic scene over the next 45 minutes. So um, at 2.05, Patience Carter says the shooter entered the bathroom and sh- shot several people hiding there. People scream and scramble as blood flies, and then the gunman stops shooting. 
Um, and one of the victims, Eddie Jamoldry, texted his mom, Mommy, I love you. In club, they shooting, trapped in bathroom, call police. So, that's like the last thing that his mom ever heard from her son, which is a little sad. But, um, police say that they hear communications from club goers who say they are trapped inside the bathroom, and then this is when the police discovered that there were hostages. Mm-hmm. So, um, at 2.09 a.m., Pulse posts an urgent message on Facebook telling everyone to get out and keep running, and then a standoff follows, and they had to wait three hours to assess the situation, get armored vehicles on the scene, and make sure they had enough personnel. So at around 2.22 a.m., the shooter talks to the 911 dispatch three times. He calls and hangs up, he calls and talks briefly, and then the dispatcher calls him back. Um, and the shooter allegedly pledges his allegiance to ISIS and mentions the Boston Marathon bombers and a Florida man who died as a suicide bomber for all of Nursa Front in Syria. Um, Carter said that he also told a 911 dispatcher he wanted to America to stop bombing his country, and then he started speaking a foreign language, which they never actually determined what the foreign language was. So. Hmm. Um, so then the killer calls News 13 Orlando and speaks to producer Matt Gentili, and he takes responsibility for the attack and claims he did it for ISIS. And then he also apparently posted on Facebook at some point. Um, and then Justice texted his mom one more time at 2.49 a.m. and put, he's in the bathroom with us. Women's bathroom is. Mom, the man is in the bathroom with me. He's a terror. Yes, Justice was killed. Mm. So, that's like the last text messages she officially received. Did you ever watch the video of the people who survived it? Um, they just like were sitting around giving around their... Like, basically, like, what they endured with him. Like, their mm-hmm. account of the Some situation. of them talked to him, mm-hmm. and, like, there was, like, a black girl that uh, survived, and she said that um, he came in the bathroom, and he said he wasn't going to shoot her because black people went through enough, mm-hmm. which yeah. I thought was really weird. That is, that is really very weird. weird. Mm. Um, but uh, approximately between 2.30 and 5 in the morning, negotiators communicated with the shooter while he was barricaded in the bathroom, he threatens to put explosive vests on four hostages and to detonate the vests in 15 minutes. And the officers prepare for an explosive breach, and during this time, the police do not exchange with the killer. Um, exchange fire with the killer. Sorry, it's hot in here. Yeah, you sound hot. <laughs> I'm not drunk, I promise. <laughs> um, so the officers continue to rescue people from inside the club while the gunman is in the bathroom and while the officers are negotiating eight people were able to escape with the help of law enforcement by removing an air conditioning unit and crawling through the hole created um at 3.58 a.m. a post on Orlando Police Department's official Twitter site says shooting at Pulse Nightclub on South Orange multiple injuries stay away from the area and then um around 4 a.m. the killer texts his wife and asks if she's seen the news um also around 4 a.m. the chief medical examiner of Orlando Dr. Joseph Stephanie um, says that he receives a call about 11 or 12 casualties at the club, and then later finds out that the body count had reached 20 and then 30, and then, like, the number just kept on increasing from there. Um, at 4.57 a.m., 40 patients had already been transported to Orlando Regional Medical Center, and then, um, at 5 a.m., SWAT members detonated ex- explosive to, like, you know, breach the building to get in, mm-hmm. but it's only partially effective, and then they use an armored vehicle to breach the final hole that allowed them to get in the building. Um, and it led them not only to the hallway, but also to the bathroom, so they were able to finally start getting in there. Um, so 
The suspect then left the bathroom and he begins shooting at them, and the police return fire and kill him. And then they tweet out that he died and all that. And then after that, like, you know, the next morning, they identified the shooter as Omar Manteen. Um, Governor Rick Scott posted on Twitter that this is an attack on our people, an attack on Orlando. And then um, President Obama actually addressed the attack from the White House at 1 p.m. the next day and called it an act of terror and an act of hate. Um, and said that this person was filled with hatred. So, yeah, on that, should I tell a little bit about the suspect? The fact that he was gay? Yes, I was getting to that point. <laughs> okay. Um, so, like I said, um, 50 people died in the accident, including Mantine, and another 53 were injured, some critically. Many underwent surgery. Um, a lot of them were pronounced dead at the scene, and 11 were later pronounced dead at local hospitals. Um, of the 38 victims to die at the scene, 20 died on the stage area, and 9 in the nightclub's northern bathroom, and 4 in the southern bathroom. 3 on stage, 1 at the front lobby, and 1 out on a patio. Um, and then 5 of the dead were not killed during the initial volley of gunfire, but were killed in the hostage situation in the bathroom. Um, and then autopsies of the 49 dead were completed by Orange County Medical Examiner's Office by June 14th, and... It said that all of them died of gunshot wounds, obviously. Um, yeah, the perpetrator was 29-year-old Omar Mantin. He was an American born in North Hyde Park, New York. Um, and then at the time of the shooting, he lived in an apartment complex in Fort Pierce, Florida, um, 117 miles from Pulse Nightclub. Um, from October 2006 until April 2007, he trained to be a prison guard. And then he received an administrative termination upon a warden's recommendation after Mantine joked about bringing a gun to a school. Um, and then he pursued a career in law enforcement, but he failed to become a Florida State Trooper and failed to gain admission into the police academy. Um, supposedly because he threatened to shoot his fellow police academy classmates at a cookout in 2007 after his hamburger touched pork. That would do it. Yeah. <clears throat> that would do it. Um, other witnesses also said that even though it was against his religious beliefs, he would constantly drink alcohol and get drunk. Um, so yeah, anyways, one of the things that was really interesting about this was the fact that he was seen as being a regular patron at the club. So like, you know, it wasn't like he was necessarily completely straight himself, even though he was... He had a grinder account. Yeah, he had a grinder account. He had all this other stuff that sort of related back to it. So it's not like he was like, oh, I'm going to go kill these gay people in the name of Islam because they're gay. I think that he was fighting a battle within mm -hmm. himself, and he used that as an out. Uh -huh. That's my opinion. Mm -hmm. I, agree. I agree with that. Because if he was a part of ISIS and he was that extreme, he wouldn't be out here drinking alcohol uh -uh. in public of And he places. wouldn't be hanging out at a gay club. Uh -huh. Exactly, and on Grinder. Right. He, if he did do that, he would have done it in silence because right. if he was an extremist. But yeah, um, right. an unnamed police academy classmate actually said that Mateen asked him out around 2006 and that they had spent time at gay bars together after class, and he believed Mateen was gay. And he also said that Mateen was very socially awkward and disliked by his classmates. Um, and then another gentleman came forward and said that he was Mateen's lover of two months. Um, he went by the name Miguel and said that he believed the massacre was out of re revenge against Latino men um, because he learned he may have been exposed to HIV from a Puerto Rican men with who he had sex. 
Um, Mateen's autopsy like showed that he was HIV negative, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of the customers said that they actually saw him there multiple times. Um, he would sometimes become drunkenly loud and belligerent, and he would sometimes drink in a corner by himself, but he had been kicked out a few times. Um, he had been seen as being a member of Jacked, which is another gay dating app, Grinder, and Adam for Adam. So, those are three different things. And then he was always there trying to pick up men to take them somewhere, so... I mean, maybe he did want to be an extremist, but he, like you said, he had that battle within himself. Yeah. Because that's in their religion. Like, if it is extreme, you definitely must. Right, right. If you're an extremist, you you can't be be gay. gay. And you can't drink alcohol. So I don't think that's the case for him. Like, they can say all day that it is, he was talking about ISIS. Well, like you said, he just used it as an out. He used it as a, either he used it as out or he didn't say it at all. Right. So, that's not something that someone in ISIS of all things would say, because right. it's ISIS, mm-hmm. the most extreme, said to be the most extreme Muslim group mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. For the other plot class, like plot class, plot 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 class, plot class. Aftermath of this, um, a lot of security started being beefed up at Pride events and everything, because um, even though that seems to like you know be a time of joy and stuff for a lot of people, a lot of people do come there and protest and stuff. They started beefing up security just to make sure that those types of protests didn't become violent. I mean, I understand beefing up security, but it wasn't a hate crime. I I understand. It was a self hate crime. If anything, yeah. Yes. Um, If anything. They also made it now to where, due to this and a vehicle ramming attack and mass stabbing at Ohio State University, um, an initiative was an initiative was launched um, due to the fact that one victim had bled to death inside of Pulse. It was designed to train people working at schools and other public places how to treat injuries before paramedics arrive at a scene. Um, and doctors have emphasized the importance of school facu- faculty members to stay calm and assess injuries, but also discourage the use of more invasive emergency procedures, such as removing a bullet. Okay. Um, due to a lot of those um, victims not necessarily being super close to their family, there was a lot of um, victim assistance efforts and fundraising campaigns to make sure these people had proper funerals, burials, and then the victims that were like you know wounded had the proper medical care to make sure they were able to get all mm-hmm. their injuries fixed. Um, I told you they rallied for their people. <laughs> they do. We talked about this. Yes. Um, they do. The Pulse building never reopened up as a club, obviously, because of the traumatic event that happened there. But um, the owner did create One Pulse, which is a um, charity for anyone that's injured due to that type of stuff happening to them. Um, and it's being turned into like a memorial for the victims. So it's currently in the process of being renovated into the memorial. But yeah. I remember just waking up the next morning and, again, seeing it trending on Twitter and being super creeped out because there's actually, I don't know if y'all have ever heard it, but there's an actual Snapchat video that, like, someone added to their story where it ends with the gunshots start, starting. Like, so you hear, like, all this music, there's fog and everything, there was someone performing on stage and you just hear bang, 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 and then the story ends. I remember watching this on Facebook Live as victims were running out. Mm-hmm. They had a live feed and, like seeing people running out and they were all bloody and the cameras were like going up and they're like what's going on in there and people were like trying to talk to the cameras and tell them what was happening and I remember seeing like big grown men like shaking like children and then like the looks in people's eyes were looks that you do not see that often 
like they were full traumatized. Right. Can you imagine how traumatizing it would have been to be the 911 operator that was supposed to be talking to the shooter? I that think, person has to be really traumatized. I would need yeah. therapy. Oh my, yeah. I hope yeah, they got me. it because they definitely would need it after that. Yeah, I would definitely I, recommend watching that news story where all of the victims were together in a room and they were talking. I watched it at the time, I think. Yeah, it, it was, was on like CNN, I believe, or something like that. I think that. it was CNN. Yeah, it was CNN too. Um, but yeah, I just remember thinking how crazy and everything it was. And then I go to a university where, well, I went to a university where there was a high LGBT population. So it was during summer break, clearly, because it was the middle of June, but a lot of students that were around campus, and I lived on campus, came together the next day, and we had, like, a little moment of silence and a candlelight vigil, and we had Mm -hmm. a picture of all the victims up on the screen that went through, like, a slide and all that, and we actually, like, came together and made, like, a donation to One Pulse and all the victims and all that, so. Well, that's what we were talking about on the way here, when we were talking about this, is, like, the gay community rallies, if anything like this happens. They absolutely 100% rally behind their people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, bravo to you guys, because that's how it's supposed to be. That's how you guys have each other's back no matter what, and that's how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So definitely, like, a lot of different kinds of people can take a, I feel example like I told from you the a gay lot community. Of them, that and plus them together as one. They're fighting for love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's different from mm-hmm. other people's that's causes. Also, that's also yeah. true. Yeah, you're yeah. fighting for love and your true self. Mm-hmm. So all of them have that connection. Offer it. Mm-hmm. It's different from a black perspective because it's like you're just black and you guys are connecting over the fact of being black. There's tons of different people in that. Yeah. With being gay, you guys are connecting over loving who you love and being your true self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So you're able to connect. <coughs> it's kind of a different level. Better. Yeah, which is what yeah. we were comparing. That's why they get the shit done. Done, yeah. They do. Yeah. Like They're, I said, they no other people rally. Like, <laughs> like, like the gay community. That's very does. true. Yeah. Our allies yeah. are really good at rallying with us too, though. Hey. Straight allies. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm pretty sure if something were to happen, Michaela would be out there with me. Like, hey. You already know how passionate I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's Not question. that you two wouldn't either. It's just I feel like Michaela would be. Out there. I'd be like, Michaela, I'm going to this rally today. And she'd be like, hell yeah, sign me up. Let's go. What are we wearing? <laughs> right. Get your question. rainbow out, girl. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. She'll dye, dye her, her hair, hair for it. <laughs> <laughs> rainbow hair. Have you seen that? There's not in a lot of rainbow hair videos. And it's beautiful. It's primal. So yeah, sorry mine wasn't super happy. I was trying to find a way to... Why do you make anybody super happy? It's been a depressing night. Yeah, none of this been has been A happy. bummer. Yeah. Um, if this y'all need something to like cheer you up episode. after this, listen to the episode before this. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. that'll definitely do it. <laughs> I'm not going to. Has no. anybody had any? Uh, reminded me, because Jesse was talking about his friends were supposed to be there, but they got a flat tire. And then I was always fascinated by all the 9/11 stories where, like, the person missed their train, or they slept through their alarm, like or Michael they Jackson had the flu that morning. <laughs> Like, has anybody I mean, had any experiences like that? We all have. As a last question, have you no, had any experience you all where have. everyone has in this world? Yeah. Because one tiny. Is there? I know. Is there anything that like really like sticks out to you though? Where I you almost go? got hit by a train as a kid. That know. was scary. Because a lot of times you don't on. notice it. I had headphones on and the train was beeping at me. And I just happened to turn around and it was like less than ten feet away from me and I just jumped off the tracks. 
I mean, I've never been in an experience where I almost... No, have you ever had an experience, though, where you feel like... Oh, like, if... Like I, that, similar to those kinds of stories? I think... I think... I think so. I think I did have one. I was real little, so I remember, like, bits and pieces <laughs> of it. But I do recall a time where my mom actually got into a car accident. She was getting... She was going to the store or something like that. And I was supposed to go to the store, too. Mm. But, like, as I was walking out and down the steps, I tripped and fell. Mm. And I hurt my knee. Like, I had a scrape, like, a big cut on my knee. So then after that, I was like, I'm just going to stay. And then she went to the store, and that's when she got in a car accident. So I feel like, kind of, that's kind of the same thing. Like, something kind of intervened. And I tripped at that, that one particular moment. I forgot how to walk. So. But you know, like, maybe if you didn't even fall down them steps. And you that, 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 I was going to say that. Like, maybe, maybe she wouldn't have even gotten right, arrested. She got See, that's the way my brain works. Effect. Right. Is yeah. I never think of things like being close calls for me. I don't know why. Anytime, like, there's a situation where I should have been somewhere and I wasn't there and then something happens. I always, <coughs> like, put the blame on myself. I'm like, oh, if I would have been there, that possibly would have happened. What you happened. gonna do, Jesse? Yeah, no, it's just like a butterfly effect. A lot yeah. of people say, like, one tiny difference can change outcome. Well, that's what well, I'm gonna say, Well, post-mortem, we'll talk about it. That's but what yeah, I was gonna I've say, had too. a few instances where I'm like, if I would have been there, things may not have... It just reminded me, because I... think Speaking of the Ohio State thing, mm-hmm. um, that morning, I was supposed to meet up with my group in the library, we were going to put together a presentation, and I talked to my mom the night before, and I was like, yeah, I gotta go, like, I gotta go, I'm, go- I need to go to bed early, I have to, like, meet up with this group in the library in the morning, pretty early, and she's like, okay, so then, like, some of my group stayed out really late and got super drunk that night, so they're like, mm, can we bump it back to, like, the afternoon <laughs> instead of the morning? So I was like, sure, whatever, that's fine. And then I, when I woke up that morning, I had, my phone was full of like, you know, like stay off of this part of campus, don't come to campus, closed, closed, mm-hmm. whatever. And then my mom called me, she was like, oh my God, are you okay? Are you on campus? I was like, no, I'm at home. We were at work that day. Yeah, we were at work that yeah, day. Yeah, we were at work and that I day. I remember being in the break room and like watching it on the news. I was that's on the floor what I was and I heard it. Because I remember being in the break room. I think Jesse was in there with me when we used to work at Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to describe it. I, I love that. That was a good one. That was a good and, one. Um, I remember the boy's picture popped up on the screen, mm-hmm. and I recognized him. Mm-hmm. And I was I remember I told you that yeah, day. Yeah, you did. Didn't you guys text me? I did. And did I you text me? You're like, yes. are you okay? I texted you. I think yeah, I remember being me. worried about you, and then Michael being like, oh, I texted her. She's, She's fine. Because <laughs> you texted me, I got a call from my mom, my dad, my grandma, my aunt, well, everyone. We were all talking phone. about yeah, you. Yeah, we and talked you about it the you. night before. Mm-hmm. You were telling me, like, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to go to Ohio State's campus. And then that happened, and I was like, yeah. guys, Elena might be there. And we were like, and yo, text her. And that's when I texted you. I'm like, oh, my God, text her. And he's like, she's fine. I'm fine. Thank God. Thank you people. guys for getting really drunk the night before. There was who a did? few people. The people in my group. Oh, uh, I thought you were telling us. I was like, like, no, who my, who my, my, my group, my presentation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. College party saved the day, saved me Butter from a traumatizing butt. experience. Yeah. I'm telling you. But yeah. But yeah, I haven't like had any close calls where I think I would have died though. No, I mean like Michaela said too. Like, it you is, might it have is some kinda, every day that you don't even know about. That's true, right? Like me. 
that morning your alarm, you slept through your alarm, and you are running late to work, maybe you're going to get in a car accident if you woke up on time. It gives know? me chills hearing people's 9-11 stories, like people that, that didn't get on their flights. That chills. Or like... And I there know. are a lot of those. Yeah. There's you can't tell me that fate, not that I'm saying the people that died weren't supposed to die, because that sounds horrible, but you can't tell me that fate doesn't play a little part in the people that had these very weird things happen to them out of nowhere. To Most definitely. Them. Oh, yeah, it's definitely played a part. Because I, I hate, it's hard to say that because it's like, well, the people that died didn't deserve to die. Like, I don't want to say they were fated to die. Or even the people but who had the to be creators of, sorry. You're telling the story, go ahead. Even the people who were, like, on response to be there for 9-11, like, even they had, like, fate things that happened to them. Mm-hmm. Like, they came out of the building, and then that's when the building collapsed type stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, like, even those tiny bits, like, it's crazy how one small decision or one small thing that happens can change. It's mm-hmm. life-changing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, reading those stories sometimes literally makes me, like, sick to my stomach. Like, they, I, I get chills and I get, like, sick to my stomach. It's like, very freaky. listening to, like, the 911 calls or stuff oh, like that? Oh, I can't do those. I don't listen to those. I can normally listen to 911 calls. Not about Doesn't bother me at all. But the 911 ones... There's this one chilling one... heartbreaking. ...where this guy kept on talking about how the building was shaking, and the phone call cuts out when the building falls. Mm-hmm. Like, you hear him yell, and then the phone call. Jack can't listen to that. Yeah, or the either. ones where the loved ones left voicemails on their like family's phones. Yeah, that's all. Or there's the one phone ones. call they that make was... make me too sad. There was the one phone call that was from the plane that, like, yes. they were talking to a loved one and then it ends when the plane crashed. Yeah, so, like, the ones th- get me... Those ones get me... And then there's the fact that, like, so many people were calling 911 from the towers that, like, the lines were blocked up because everyone was just trying everyone to get trying through. To call, yeah. I'm getting really depressed. I am, too. Right. We should try to do something happy. We're only at like an hour. We normally go longer. Well, we gotta watch Big Brother. That's gonna be happy for us. <laughs> I was yeah, like, we so. need to end on something light. Yeah, let's somebody end think on of something, something to um, end on something like not as soul crushing. Yeah, that was yeah. Anybody was... have any like good news? So last day of Pride. Yeah, yeah. happy Pride. Last day of Pride. Elena got me into Grey's Anatomy this week. Yeah. That's we nice. started. We're. I You've mean, I've already watched Grey's every single episode. All day. Because it's that good, okay? I've watched Jesus it. Jesus Christ, I've, I've seen it before. It. I, it's, it's I've good. seen more episodes the of it now. The three of us are in this. It's it's she's the only one who doesn't like it. I've I seen, love it. I've seen more episodes of that now than what I saw at Game of Thrones. You said that. You yeah. said that, you said that four times. times today. Yeah, but I didn't say it on the podcast. Good for you. Okay, well. You're making Michaela so angry, though. <laughs> I think you should stop saying it. I'm trying to make us happy. You got one more time to speak against the throne, man, and I swear. Um, I swear. You should let it go. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh no! Ah. There's a new game. I'm um, not game. <laughs> There's a new Jonas There's... Brothers documentary on Amazon Prime. I'm not watching that. <laughs> yeah, I gotta watch yeah. season 15 of Grey's Anatomy. Then I'll be completely caught up. They're making a new Game of Thrones spinoff. So the I'm prequel, yeah. Super excited. Are you gonna start your rewatch soon? Yeah, I just said that I'm ready now. Yeah, we listen to the, <laughs> I, listen, I have a song on my playlist off of the Game of Thrones that she showed me. The she album. Me, if I can listen to this, I can do it. Oh my god. Because <laughs> it tells, this, it literally it. told you what was going to happen before they aired the episodes. 
They did. So I, it told that me the dirty. ending. I just didn't listen to it because I, I was like, there's Open no your way. Eyes, hidden obstacles. There's no Boom. way that that person was um, going to do that to that person. Boom. That's how it was going to end. Denial Surprise. at its finest. Surprise. Yep. And it didn't. You got any um, good jokes, Michael? Actually, no. <laughs> on the spot, go. On go. the spot, I'm terrible. Give us a nice joke. I'm terrible Ooh, on the spot. You could tell them what your book is called, because remember you said you couldn't remember? Yes! Now you could I tell remember. them what your book is called. <laughs> now oh, I don't I remember now. What was it? <gasps> oh, it was... Uh, uh, Scroll back through our text messages. It's on there. I know, we talked about it. It was um, some balls, balls, foul it ball. Was oh, no, 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 it was... Oh, give me a second. It's going to come to me. Scroll! Hold Scroll! On, wait, wait, it's going to come to me. <coughs> I feel like there's a few things that we could retouch upon. It was... It was no. It was called Strikeout. My uh, my three part story of how life threw me nothing but curveballs. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> a three part story of how life threw me nothing but curveballs. Oh, yes. Got it, uh, oh, by the way, my oh sorry, which Genius. is which is a play because when I played baseball, mm-hmm. I could hit everything except a curveball. You know, there's a curveball. It was a strikeout automatically. Um, I have updates on the smiley face killer. Cool. More updates? Bro, I have a weird <coughs> obsession. I'm not going to lie to you. She watched, a, she watched a mockumentary. I thought it was a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> and then whenever it ended, it's like, it's a, like a fake Blair Witch project. Oh. So it does the truth mostly. Oh. And then the end is fake. Oh. So like the beginning, I was like, yo, this is crazy. <laughs> it was like all the stuff Jesse was talking about. I found out what the dude was wearing for Halloween. He was wearing a pimp suit. Remember, oh, okay. we were like, what costume was he wearing? Okay. He was wearing a pimp suit. All right. So that ans- that's the answer there. Yeah. So I was watching the mockumentary, <coughs> mockumentary and then how it ended, I was like, no, nah, because he would have... <laughs> 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 he would have got... Uh... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he would have got caught, or they would have got caught. But, like, um, all seriousness, the stuff that they did find is, like, they seriously think it's a group of people who are together through the web. Mm-hmm. So exactly. we were right about the web. Okay. Um, but they haven't found what part of the web it is or what's going on in the web. They think it's the web. Like so, I said, there's that one website where you have to skin your face and put in the password. Yep. And then uh, it's a group of people, so it's not just one person. Mm-hmm. So our theory about women and stuff. And I think that they're killing them by waterboarding. So it looks like drowning? Because hmm. that's, that's the way to disturbing. torture them. That is disturbing. Yeah. That's I, I don't like that happening. at all. I wrote like a whole bunch of notes, like but I that. forgot to bring I don't them. Like that. That's okay. Next week update, you know? Something yeah. to look forward to. A weekly smiley like killer update. Do like a yeah. daily update. <laughs> um, no, we can't talk part, too much. I could do the daily update. In the mockumentary, what? the dude who was making the documentary mm-hmm. went missing. So I was like, holy crap, are we just talking didn't about, tell me about this? this part? We're going to go missing, but we really didn't go missing. It <laughs> it's was, fake. That part was fake. Um, they got to add the drama, the flair. Yeah, you're right. Fun fact, Michael, you actually did do ASMR on when? one of these episodes. When? There's an episode. I, oh, probably when I was doing this. No, there's an episode. It was our hometown episode. You were whispering to Michaela, and the mic was picking up what you were whispering. What did he say? What did, I say? <laughs> what did he say? I don't know. I was trying to like delete it because I didn't want people to be able to tell what it was. We were but, probably talking about the pictures. But, that's when we were taking the pictures, weren't we? Hometown? Oh, yeah. yeah. Was we were but there were, like, some moments where, like, like Elena oh, or I were talking, one. and you can just hear yeah. you going, sass, 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 sass. In the back, you know, <laughs> I didn't hear that. Yeah, I didn't hear that when I listened back. No, he was, he was telling me to keep the pictures. Yeah, I'll, we were talking about the pictures. 
Because that was, yeah. Which I should probably post them. Oh, no, yes. there was one part, too, where I was talking to Shelby about something. So Shelby was sitting back there, and I was talking to her about oh, something. Oh, we don't have our audience member. That's uh, fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. She's probably like She's probably listening, out. and I don't care. It's fine. Um, Whoa. Thanks for listening. It's blue lights. <laughs> Does that mean Wi-Fi's working? What? It's brilliant. Um, My Wi-Fi is always working, bro. Anyone else have any fun little life updates? I wasn't saying it. Anyone tried to murder or get murdered recently? Elena is very obsessed with vampires. Yeah. Buffy's my show. Picked up on that. She's it. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you got me. What, what, like three shows? It's only like three shows. Up That's there, the only guys. ones. The names are sticking out though. Yeah. It's like Buffy, Vampire, Vampire Diaries, Diaries. Then, and then I, don't know I can't that's... help it that my my roommate rearranges my DVDs on a daily basis. And then, uh, yeah. If what you ever want to rewatch one? Buffy, I got you. I want to do. do a, I want to do a rebinge. That looks like a vampire. It is. Too. That is definitely a vampire. No, it's though. not. <laughs> it's not. I thought it was. The it's city not. of bones. <laughs> it's not vampires. They're half. They're shadow hunters. Okay. It's oh. a book series. Oh, there's one thing Michaela and I still have to do. Excuse me. For the the movie was trash. But she's like, don't. We have to watch stuff. Poltergeist. Oh yeah. <clears throat> oh, we're. What are we also doing our uh, night to? Our double feature. Yeah. Loving basketball and uh, dirty dancing. We gotta plan that soon. Yeah, I guess soon. That could be what we do at the uh, new apartment. I have to talk to my slave masters. What? Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> don't get me started. Alina, do we have to? Don't get me started on that. No. Again. White slavery is not a thing. That was not where I was going with <laughs> That's that. That's where I was going to go. <laughs> so I said, don't get me started. <laughs> don't do it. Um, <laughs> talking about my Why do I feel like this episode so much shorter than the rest of our episodes? Oh. It is pretty it short. It is pretty short. We're talking about work. I get it now. Yeah. I feel oh. it. Oh. Wow. <laughs> I get it. It took you a really, really I long time. I went straight to I the white slavery thing. I didn't I'm not that. white. She's not. <laughs> well, that's what I was like. That doesn't make sense. But that's exactly as soon as she said it. That's where my mind went. I was like white slavery all over again. Outside. <laughs> so I said, "Don't get me this started." This is why we need our audience members to send us emails <coughs> so we could read them at the end. Oh, we but got some shout outs. Send us any emails. We do get some shout outs. <laughs> yell at them. That'll work. <laughs> I'm tired of being nice to them. It's time to yell at them. Yell Maybe at them, that'll, that'll work. work. Do we have shout outs? So definitely Do we have any shout outs now. this week? I feel like we did. I feel like we got a new follower. I do too. Um, I feel like there was someone I said I was going to shout out. Actually, just kidding. Um, it's been a long week. Clearly. Tell me about it. Technically, it's just the beginning of the week, though. That's the problem. I'm talking about it's been a long week <laughs> since like, our last podcast. <laughs> That's the problem. It has. Uh, top listener is uh, Nicholas. <coughs> uh, I don't want to butcher his oh, last wow. name. I think we probably he was, shouldn't say his last name anyway. I think he was our top listener last week too. Nicholas? From Colombia. No, yeah. it wasn't Nicholas last week. It was a girl. Oh, Nicholas has been. This is yes. He's popped up Nick. on my thing a few times. This is Nick from Colombia. Hi, Nick from Colombia. What's up, Nick? Thanks um, for listening. Thanks, bro. I wasn't yelling at you earlier. Only all the <laughs> maybe a little. Um, bit. What? The unappreciative. But Nick, if you want to listen to listeners. our email, I mean, if you want to send us an email, Nick, send me an email, please. We got some avid listeners. Gonna resort to begging. Canton, Fairfield <laughs> County. Uh, ooh, I think that's my mom. 
Hi, Michaela's mom. Hi. Warren. Ashburn. Ginger friend says hi. Wait, is it Warren? Who's Warren, this name? Yeah. Warren? Two people in Warren. That's Shelby. Definitely your people. Shelby yeah. and Brian. <laughs> I was like, my Uncle Brian. Um, yeah. Oh, wait, no. My Uncle friend, Brian. My, my friend Alexa, too, also started listening. Two people okay, in Alexa. Portland. Portland? Cortland. Cortland. Oh, Portland. I was like, Cortland. Oh, no. They're listening to No, no, no. Cortland is Alexa, because Cortland okay. and Warren are right next to each other. Two so people Cortland in Chillicothe. I don't know who that, that is. That must be your people, Jesse. Yeah, no, they're good. not actually. No. It's gotta be. I don't know. Chillicothe is like, I, I think it's closer to my hometown yeah, than Jesse's. Two people in Mountain View. I don't even know where that's at. One whopping person in Columbus. Any, anybody in Springfield? Who's that? Who is that? I don't know. <laughs> um, Reynoldsburg. Canton, of course. And then Columbia. Cool. Oh. My hometown okay. representing the... Was that just for yeah, one podcast? Or? This time. Yeah, they are. It's probably, that's just from uh, it's probably it's probably Uncle, Uncle Brian. Brian. It's from today. From uh, today's episode? Yeah. Oh, that was See from today's episode, yeah. The one that dropped today. Oh, wow. Yeah, We've had a decent amount of listens for just coming Our child episode. killers. I'm about to text Alexa right now and say, hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Yeah, that's nice of you. So how many listens for that one? I mean, I only told her like six we months ago to start, but it's fine. It's whatever. Yo, it's a whole 12. It's well, midnight. Well, time to shut it down, y'all. <laughs> well, y'all, I don't think cool. we like Cinderella. It's time to wrap it up. Cinderella. It's late. It's like thirty minutes late. Well, I mean, Cinderella was kind of close too, you know. She Our carriage would have been turned into a pumpkin. Out there looking. My down. carriage has yeah. done been a pumpkin for a long time. Preach. My me. carriage has always been a pumpkin. Preach. It never really. It just never didn't. had its transformation. It just, it did not. No. Um, I feel that. So I don't think we did this last week, but remember our social medias? Did we? Were we coherent enough to tell them our social medias last week? We did. I think we did. I think we did. I think we did. I, like I said, Drunk and Justice was like, Michael, what's the social media? It actually knew it this time. Was and Michael, really? when he's drunk, can remember <laughs> like that. Michael, what is our email? It is. Crap. Stabbing. <laughs> Dot cabin. No. Wow. When you're super drunk, it's the same reason I had the only time I had my notes together is when I was drunk. (laughs) That's true. You extra focus. You did. (laughs) That was the best you've ever done. I went from being asleep, literally, literally slumped to hyper focus. I don't know what happened. Anyway, stabbing cabin. Dot jam at gmail.com. Very good. Yeah. And then what is our Instagram and Twitter, Michaela and Alina? The Stabbing Cabin. Good job. Duh. <coughs> That's what I said. The Stabbing Cabin. I know. Cabin. I was, I'm stressed. We did say yeah. it last week because Michael said Stabbing Cabin dot jam. And Jesse was like, the Stabbing Cabin. And we were like, no, it's no, not. No, it's not. Oh, did I really? <laughs> yeah. yeah we were like, I know there's no the. I know there's uh, no the. Well, you were gone. You were gone, so. gone. Yeah, you were out this world. I apologize <laughs> for whoever but has to listen to that. Michael and Michaela when they're drunk. A plus A. We're super on it. I was more than just drunk. So though, let's be honest. Basically, get drunk before wasted. I do anything important. I am going to say that in college. That. Oh yeah, that's true. College that definitely helped. Got by a lot. <laughs> I used no joke. Like I used to go to class with a Gatorade bottle. <laughs> And it definitely had. I never took it. I do it now. No, why is this? You're the second. Jesse told me two days ago we were looking at the water bottles in Kroger, and he was like, 
oh, I used to The take, Contigo uh, ones. Yeah, he was like, oh, I used to take adult drinks to class in these water bottles. I used to fill them up with vodka and orange juice. Because how do you girls would get cream soda? What is happening? There's a reason why I only went to one year of college, guys. <laughs> I went to three. There's wow. a reason for that. And they're listening, probably. Okay. Reason. <laughs> it was one person. It was only one person, so. <laughs> Um, well, I think we are good. Anyone have any last minute yeah. thoughts? No, I haven't listened. Listen. Uh, any last minute was thoughts? Was it you? <coughs> no. I was really have to you? pee. That's my last minute thought. I've was been in uh, college way too long. That's my last minute thought. <laughs> are we doing That's last minute don't. thoughts? Yeah. Stay fresh. Love thy neighbor. I hate you. So what? That's the first thing that <laughs> came to mind. <laughs> I know why it's the first thing that came to mind. Yeah, you just ate them. You're just eating <laughs> you that subway. That says stay fresh. That's what the subway says. Yeah, that's what it says is. on the bag. Literally is on it the for bag. real? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Subway Branding stay fresh. Branding is crazy. <laughs> no, subway it got eat in fresh. Your mind. <coughs> eat I mean, fresh. it's really close, though. I think close it enough. got in your mind. Close enough. Maybe. Oh, my last minute thought is coconut Malibu rum and fruit punch Gatorade. Good combo. Not you were not you were not even drinking coconut Malibu rum. Not the not the last time. Was he like was drinking some type of pear bay pineapple. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Good. I still got it. I might actually um, drink some of that today. Also, some, still got I some think things. you should probably chill out because your liver is one drink away from shutting down. Some up. people like to chase <laughs> DiSarono shots bad. with Coke and DiSarono. Yo, that was a problem. That was <laughs> <laughs> and none of y'all stopped me. Yo, I think I encouraged you. I was wow. like, "Go, girl." <laughs> You Friends will turn to enemies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got it, girl. <laughs> if you ever need a good card reading, Michaela's got you. Wow. Jesse. Cut that. Cut that. <laughs> for sure. Oh, you don't like that? No. Not if people in freaking Fairfield County are listening. Yeah. This whole segment has got to. That's got to go. Yeah. yeah. Cut. Disa Rona. Disa Rona. on the rocks. If you mix it with some Whipped coke. Pepper. It tastes like Dr. Pepper, apparently. It's out. a good chaser. But yeah. <laughs> well, thanks so much for listening in this week, y'all. This right. has been Michaela, Elena, and Michael, and Jesse. I hope y'all have wow. a fantastic week. We'll see you. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.